right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Lifting Advice. My name is Sam. My name is Manus. Thank you for joining us again this week. We appreciate your support. As always, beautiful Monday recording out here. Uh, sky's blue. Birds are chirping. Pollen is giving Manus hell. But it's just not a fan. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would not recommend. <laughs> yeah, allergies, not, not uh, cash money. Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was telling you earlier. I have thankfully never had those issues, but mm-hmm. I have uh, much sympathy for those of you who are suffering right now from the tree jizz. Not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I saw right. hopping in. Uh, you you got something to start us off with this week? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I was thinking about you know now that I'm no longer cutting. Um, now that I'm, that I'm eating food again, um, which is always, always fun. Always, always, always good. plus. Um, and first off, just how quickly that starts making a noticeable change in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got, it's been two weeks and I'm already at or past what, what like my PRs were before the start of it. And so, okay, well. Started off at a weight, dropped around 20 pounds, and then now within two weeks and six pounds, but, you know, a fair amount of that's not actual meaningful poundage. Yeah. Back on, I'm already lifting as much as I was. It sounds heavier mm-hmm. and with better form and some things, deadlifts, <laughs> lifting more than I yeah. was there. So I'm like, okay, that's, this is all good. This baby steps are working. Um but I was thinking about how when when I jot everything down, I always have to write in, especially with the big lifts, what I was using. Using meaning? Um, using in terms of today, were these deadlifts all beltless, or at what point did I put on a belt? Okay. Um, at what point did I start using straps? Uh, and I'll jot all that down so when I'm looking back in the past, I'm like, okay... I know when I set a new, hey, this is this is just no straps, no belt or anything. Mm-hmm. This is the most I've deadlifted here versus, okay, this is the most I've deadlifted with a belt and just extra data points. Yeah. Um, and that came to mind because you had the idea of we've talked about all the different ways you can compete with fitness. We've talked about all the different types of gyms you can go to. Mm-hmm. We haven't really addressed all the different apparatus yeah. you can bring into a gym with you. Yeah, and there is a lot of uh, different wraps, straps, and contraptions. Mm-hmm. Things uh, to quite literally hold your body hold together. Hold your body together while you try to rip it apart. So, figured, uh, again, as, as we try to help those new to the fitness world, uh, go through just some of the common, common paraphernalia you'll see either in the gym or maybe if you're involved in, you know, fitness, social media, circle, some of the stuff you'll see some of, of those individuals using mm-hmm. and, you know, go through what's what's something you should have day one, what's something you should, you know, wait till you're, you know, move to a different point and what's some stuff that's probably, you know, a little bit of, uh, not snake oil per se, but mm-hmm. a little a little more show than go, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's start. Manas, if you had to tell someone day one, it's your first time in the gym, is there anything that this person must have day one going into the gym? Must have day one? Must have day one, non-negotiable. Um, I mean, please don't show up in, like, 
a three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> so appropriate gym attire, full range of motion, and uh, probably some kind of comfort to, yes, to be moving around. Stuff you can move around in. Um, I personally... Looking back now, with everything I know, like if I was if I was looking at myself and putting myself through a theoretical day one, I would bring in like a light resistance band, because mm. I've found some some stretches that like that helps me with in yeah. terms of warm ups. But even that's not to lift; that's to warm up properly. Mm-hmm. So and you could probably do, do you need anything with you to lift day one? Yeah. No, and even the resistance band, I think you're about to say you 100 could get a proper warm up without resistance bands. Yeah, or the gym. You know, some gyms, a good amount of gyms have, have them. Yeah. Some kind of resistance band you can either check out or use. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you brand new to the gym, do not worry if you're showing up with just a good attitude and a pair of running shorts. That's cool. Um, that will that will definitely mm-hmm. get you through through what you need to be to be doing, and even everything on this list, to some extent, is optional. Uh, now, some of the things I think the first we'll talk about is a lifting some, belt. Some are probably more optional than others. Yeah, but like a lifting belt probably is useful. You know, if you really want to start pushing for heavier weights. Yeah. Once we've built the proper form and technique, so we're not using it as a crutch, yes. but um, things like a, a massage therapy gun probably doesn't need to come with you to the gym. Spoiler alert! <laughs> um, For the no-nos. Yeah, I, I do. I do want to retouch on something that I think you said really well. Um, none of these things replace proper form and technique. Yeah. Take it from someone who used to use these things <laughs> to replace, replace proper, proper form and technique, and. It was, what, last week or the week before where I was talking about, yeah, like, I'm now able to, for the first time I left, like, back-to-back do heavy squats and deadlifts Mm -hmm. and not have any lower back pain afterwards. (laughs) Hey, look, I also have spent months now obsessively caring about form. Yes. Could these two things possibly be related? Yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's start. Lifting belt. I Mm. think this is... Uh, probably one of the first pieces most people get. I'm, I'm thinking back to my my earlier days of lifting. This was probably one of the first things that I bought yeah. after having, you know, consumed a lot of different uh, media from, you know, reputable sources. I think, I think saying most speaks to to the type of people we spend our That's time with. Because <laughs> I think for most of our group, absolutely was one of, if not the first thing. Um but also that's where we were getting to, hey, like, this immediately lets me tack on 15 to 20% yeah. onto my squat and deadlift, so <laughs> sold. Yeah. Um, I I will say um, we've seen videos of what our deadlifts looked like back then. Yep. <laughs> um, it was not cash money. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, so, so looking back, we probably could have benefited from, hey, maybe – Maybe don't have your back look like a like a Halloween cat decoration, yeah, exactly. and then we'll worry about <laughs> yeah, putting something about on it. there. Um, but uh, I also will say, I I take a belt in with me fair amount of days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll make sure to I don't do any of my warm ups with a belt on, um, and I'll I'll normally. St- Personally, I'll normally start approaching around like double body weight before I'm I'm throwing it on. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure to have days of like not doing it all because I don't want to become completely dependent on it. Um, again, <laughs> where where I will turn around and kind of just look at people funny with with a lifting belt 
uh, if you've got your belt on to, to hammer out some bicep curls. Yeah, wearing a belt in between, you like, know, sets or on things that, like you said, aren't. Even in between, like, you're you're right there. Cool, man. Like, I'd be uncomfortable, but you do you. Like a, a, a fully tightened. And I guess quickly for the uninitiated, lifting belt is, sounds pretty self-explanatory, but it's typically a leather or, in some cases, like a nylon for some of the lighter ones, belt that you use, uh, you wrap it around your ab abdomen, uh, and it assists with keeping your core tight. It gives you something to brace off of. Yeah. Um, there's uh, a variety, but just, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty recognizable uh, piece of equipment. But for those who didn't know, that's, that's just what we're talking about when we say lifting belt. It's, yes. You know, typically it's called it like eight inches, eight inches wide, uh, different uh, sizes wrap around. I do a tenner. Ten, yeah. Um, and then you can you can get it in a couple different ways. Yeah. Um, I've I've switched to using a lever belt now and will never go back. Yeah. Uh, because it's just that much quicker and easier for me to completely take it off. Yeah. And like, not even have to put it on until right before I lift. So, I love it. Um, yeah. Well, so that's what a belt is. If yes. people are um, a little confused, what we're talking about. And then. With a lifting belt in particular, when we talk about relying on form and technique, will a lifting belt help you move more? In most cases, yes. There mm -hmm. are there are some people who deadlift more without one um, because it helps them just keep their back the way it should be. Yeah. And, and so, like, not in all cases, but in, in a fair... Stereotypically, yes. Yeah. Um, should you need a lifting belt in order to properly brace your core? Absolutely not. Nope. That used to be me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took time and effort to learn how to like properly brace against my abdominal wall mm -hmm. without a belt. My lifts look, feel, and are heavier. Excuse me. Look and feel better and are heavier yeah. because that's a skill that I've spent time working on. Mm -hmm. Still working on it, but... Yeah, lifting's a journey, yada, yada. But, uh, yeah, so I'm not sure I have much else to add on, yeah. on the belt. Uh, lifting belt's pretty pretty good, solid first early investment. Mm -hmm. uh, let's move Speaking on. Speaking of early investments. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We've got the, the straps or wraps? Um, so um, let's start off with straps. Okay, so lifting straps. Mm -hmm. These, uh, again, pretty, fairly self-explanatory what's, what's happening. Um it is a strap you will put around your wrist with, mm -hmm. uh, and it will have some excess hanging off of it that you will then wrap around the barbell or the uh, machine, the yeah, whatever machine, you're yeah. using. Um, and this takes the focus off of your grip strength. Um, so typically to for, yep. Yeah, so yeah, you still have to hold it, but yes. you know you're 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 using uh, some some leverage as opposed to just straight up brute forcing it. This is can be helpful on uh, if you're doing high volume back work, typically on machines like a lat pull down yeah. or rows, as your grip will almost always fail before your lats do. Um, yes. Especially early on. So it's a great way to help get in some volume on typically back training mm -hmm. uh, without having to, without being limited by your forearm strength, yes. essentially. Yes. Um, I, I like, I tried to not for the most part while I was um, while I was losing weight because I was like it's okay if, if I've got a little less volume mm -hmm. it's it's fine and I wanted I didn't want to completely just take more fo focus off it than necessary a hundred percent now um, 
you know, in a surplus, I, I use that. Yeah. For, like, for lat pull downs. Yeah. Like, I won't use it for like pull ups, but I'll use it for lat pull downs. Mm-hmm. I'll use it for some deadlift work. I'll use it for some row work. Yeah. Um. Because I'm like I don't want to like give up that much additional volume, mm-hmm. and as long as I'm then doing grip specific work later, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Um. I would say definitely don't use these as a means to completely ignore grip strength. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you should definitely still be doing, uh, whether it's behind the back forearm curls or there's different uh, dumbbell um, curl variations. Yeah, hold your, I, I love suitcase hands. carries. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, go, holding things. That's great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just holding heavy things in your hands helps um, improve your grip strength. Mm-hmm. Um, now, while we're talking about straps, wrist hooks. Have oh. you seen these? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I, I will admit, have not tried it. Yeah. May eat my words later, but at least from my perception, at least with the strap, yeah, it's it's helping you, but you still have to hold on yeah. to it. <laughs> with the wrist hook, I'm like, okay, so unless it physically rips it my hand yes. off, it's at that point, I'm like, this feels like cheating. Yeah. So okay. I, I, now, like, they're they're absolutely purists that would say the same thing about straps. Yes. <laughs> and and who knows? Maybe one day I put them on, add like. A half a plate to the deadlift on yeah. the spot, and then stop feel like change my mind. Yeah, but I, I don't see that happening because yeah. that that feels like going a little too far. It, it, it is a it, so again for those who never seen these things. Again, it, it it buckles on or goes around your wrist the same way a typical lifting straps would. Mm-hmm. But the hook, it's literally just like a metal hook. Yeah, that you know re- essentially replaces. Uh, the need for you to physically yeah. hold on to the weight again, as long as your hand doesn't rip off, you know, yeah, and the, it's not going anywhere. I I guess, you know, devil's advocate, I I am being a little little snotty right now, yeah. Because <laughs> um, as we're talking about this, and as I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, you know what, like, I wouldn't have any problem with someone using that for like a lat pull down for yeah. rows. It's it's really just when people use it on like deadlifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, dude, I respect the weight. Listen, <laughs> I. I use straps when I go for PRs. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are there people that don't? 100%. Mm-hmm. Would some of them look at me using straps and be a little snotty about it? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, am I just doing the same thing? Because, <laughs> like, I definitely am, and I'm finding a way to justify it, but devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> maybe being a little snooty here. Maybe a touch. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so those are, that's straps and hooks. Uh, <laughs> again, so now uh, to the list of where should this come. Um, again, if you're looking to increase your volume, again, typically yes. on back work, uh, where you have and or you are noticing that your grip is what's limiting you, this is definitely something to consider. Mm-hmm. Again, like like you use it for back to I 100% use it on lap pull on because I just like repping out sets. Yeah, and that somebody just will come down to my hand. Now my yeah, grip is what's um, what's stopping like, me from. Uh, with like uh, lap pull down drop sets. Yeah. The yeah. The like. That drop set for the last set or two, um, I'll start having that of like, like my back, okay, yeah, my back's struggling, yeah. but it's still there. Whereas like my fingers <laughs> yeah, are yeah, just like slowly losing. I'm like, it feels like I'm back to to like working at a rock wall again. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm just barely like with like part of my fingers holding yeah. on to this. Now, if you're a rock climber, then no, you shouldn't be using straps. You got to get those forearms oh, nice and juicy. Yes, but for those of us. Uh, interested in aesthetics uh-huh. feel for, free to for those of us that realize that this is what um 
how did Dom say it? Elevators were invented for. Oh yes, <laughs> so escalators were invented for. Um, and price point for both a belt and strap. So belts. Uh, I mean, you could get one at Dick's Sporting Goods for thirty bucks. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll throw question marks as to how long that lasts you, but it can get the job done. I mean, a good leather one, like a lever le- lever belt, like what you have, is what in the hundred. Uh, honestly, I think I spent like, I mean, I waited for sale, but I think I spent like fifty on it. Okay, cool. So under a hundred dollars for a good quality. Yeah. Anything past that is marketing, or you know, if you really like a brand or something, yeah. you pay for their stuff. And like, and even that, like, would I. Is mine right now perfect? Would I, like, theoretically, if I decided to step on a platform, would I buy one that, like, maybe had more things so I could set it to the exact yeah. level of tightness I want? Probably. Yeah. Do I need it right now when I'm just lifting and focusing on form and, mm-hmm. like, this is is this holding me back in any way? Absolutely yeah. not. Like, there's no reason to shell out more money to, like, buying more expensive things doesn't make you more hardcore. And Agreed. it definitely doesn't give you a better physique on the spot. Yeah. Or a better lift on the spot. And or then, make you healthier, regardless and, of what your goal is. This, 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 <laughs> is a, this isn't going to be the fix-all. Uh, and then straps. I mean, you can get a good set of straps for, like, 15 bucks on Amazon. Like, yeah. That's this. If that. You shouldn't be if spending that. more than, than, yeah, 15, 20 bucks on, on lifting straps. Uh-uh. Um, um, you also should not be doing that for the next item on our list. Yep. Wrist wraps. Wrist wraps. So these are, if you've ever, uh, I mean, anyone who's who's been, who's done at, at, at sports, whether high school or whatever, yeah. it's probably someone gotten taped up by the trainer, whether that's your ankle, whether it's your yeah. wrist or whatever. These these it's like straps, a more extreme version of yeah, that. Yeah, function just like that. Obviously, it's not tapes, or you can yeah. take it off between sets. But again, you'll just it'll hook over your thumb, and then you will wrap it around your mm-hmm. wrist to give you some wrist support. Mm-hmm. Um, I've enjoyed this because I I broke my wrist when I was real young, and mm-hmm. occasionally it's it acts up still. Yeah. Um. So this has helped me for sure, mm-hmm. uh, especially when moving some heavier weights. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, they make your forearms look big, which is always a plus. Yep. Uh. But yeah, so this is look, just if is, you're our our wrist wraps just mini occlusion bands yeah. <laughs> that's later on the list too maybe i don't know how much blood am i getting into my fingers and you know, yeah, i definitely try not to cut off bloods blood yeah, supply okay, yeah, when just, I'm doing my wrist straps. Uh, um, so these wrap around your wrist give you some uh, additional wrist support if you're doing heavy mm-hmm. bench heavy shoulder work that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, i have found it to be helpful um just bracing and, and it might also yes. be a little mental for me too just it, something there's yeah um i'll I'll say, kind of speaking to my mistakes that I've made with them, um, I I have them. I use them. Um, right now, I only use them for heavy low bar squats. Mm-hmm. Um, high bar, my wrist is, like, stable enough and where it is. Uh, I used to use it on the shoulder press and bench press. Um, and I'm sure there will come a time again where I'm, I'm going to. Uh, what I started, like, what I ended up realizing with this little form obsession year we've been on um, is I was just, like, putting my wrist a little bit too far back yeah. so my joints weren't stacked. And then I fixed that, and then I started realizing, okay, the, the weight's moving easier. Mm. And, okay, now I don't need the wrap anymore, even, at, like, heavier weights than I was using it at. Yeah. Um, I was starting to get a point of, like, anything above body weight, I was throwing on mm-hmm. wrist wraps. And then, I mean, like, last week, I, oh, yeah, last week I had uh, bench PR. Nice. Um, and deadlift PR. Guys, <laughs> the weights are moving in a good direction again. Um, but, like, even that was entirely, like, didn't have wrist pain, mm-hmm. no wraps. And where, where I'm trying to get to is um, 
All right, so I use it with the squats. I have no problem with that. Um, I've seen you, like, we've gone through a push day workout together where I've seen you use it, and I have no objection with how you're using mm-hmm. it. Like, I don't think you broke your goddamn wrist. It's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're using it to replace form. Yeah. Um, I just think that's another one where the same same thing as, like, the the belt, where it's like, okay, this applies to everything, but here's here's one that's commonly used for it. Don't use it to to replace form or let you get away with more than you should be. Yeah. Long term, you're not going to end up thanking you. And again, price point for lifting uh, wrist straps, I mean, no more than 15, 20 bucks. Definitely not. Again, unless there's like a specific person or company, like I think Dom's might have been like 22, but but, I want to support him. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's if you want to, if you want to support a specific creator or a specific brand, that point you're signing up to pay a little more. And we're not factoring that in when we're like, yeah. Um, all right. Now, speaking of reps, uh, I want to talk about the, uh, the elbows and the knees. Elbows and knees. Yeah. So joint sleeves. So knee sleeves, elbow sleeves. Mm-hmm. These, when I was a lineman, I wore knee sleeves mm-hmm. because just to, you know, help keep with stability. Uh, I wore, and I wore a knee sleeve in soccer. Yeah. Um, I am not currently at the point where I am using them, mm-hmm. uh, for, for my workout. I haven't had any issues. Uh, I, now I know people who are, you know, trying to set like real, like, you know, like serious PRs, mm-hmm. they'll throw them on. Um, obviously the, the guys who said the bench press PRs they have on, on, uh, elbow, elbow, uh, elbow sleeves. Yeah. Um, I would personally say that short shy of either having an injury where you're you know you're you're keeping an eyeball on something or again setting heavy prs i think this is something that you can probably um postpone uh purchasing um just because it's not gonna i mean the performance benefits again unless you're going for heavy heavy like I'm putting on weight that could theoretically rip something if I don't keep my form 100% perfect. Yeah. I think that you're you're it's pretty safe to 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 leave these, you know, leave these on the on the the Dick Sporting Room floor. I agree. Um personally I'm I'm still on a point with anything where I'm like oh, yeah, I want elbow sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um also knock on very literal wood. <laughs> um been been lucky to not have too many bad elbow injuries yeah have had a lot of knee injuries (laughs) um it's it's only squats where sometimes i'll start feeling like Mm. no it'd be kind of nice to have yeah um but that's also where okay there was a point where with soccer i just couldn't run properly without having just really just like the knee compression yeah um you can also get these in wrap form Mm -hmm. um you know, if you're at that point, I'd probably recommend experimenting with both. Um, I know anecdotally what I've heard a lot um, is a lot. Just from, like, people that I've talked to that, at, like, the gym that I know yeah. will, like, occasionally take up a platform. They'll they'll be like, yeah, so most of the year I'll, I'll train using sleeves because it's just too much of a pain to constantly take the wrap on yeah. and off. But then they're like, yeah, like, I like, I like competing uh, with a wrap. So, like... I'll start doing top sets and heavy work with wraps instead of sleeves mm. in the couple months approaching a meet. Mm. But then they're like, yeah, like the rest of the year, it's just sleeves all around because I can just put it on and leave yeah. it on. And that's what works for them. Um, so far, I've managed to avoid both uh, in the gym, so I can't give you any personal stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
yeah, I mean, at this point, we're at the at the point of being a broken record with. It's cool if you want to use it. Yep. Nothing wrong with these. We're very particular phrasing because there's somewhere where we're going to end up saying there might be something wrong with this. <laughs> um, but if if you're at a point where you need to to use it, you'll know. Yeah. And or it might be recommended to you by a medical professional. Yes. <laughs> in in which case, please listen to the Definitely doctor. Definitely do what they say. <laughs> um, but then just just make sure your form works dialed in. Um, the reason why I still haven't taken them up with squats, and that's one where I said I was thinking about, is I feel very good about my bench form. I feel very good about my deadlift form. Yeah. Um, at least with sumo, conventional needs <laughs> need some work. Um, keep on setting my hips too low because I'll go. Anytime I walk up to a barbell to deadlift, mm-hmm. in my head, muscle memory is sumo. Yeah. So, like, I'll start putting my feet out wide, and then it'll be like, no, we're pulling conventional, pull it in. And then I'll go to, like, set my hips and just set them where I would at sumo. And then the yeah. first thing that happens is my hip shoots up and back arches. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> um, and this is also why when I lift heavy, I lift sumo. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, right now, my bench and deadlift form, I feel great on. My squat form, I don't think I'm about to hurt myself. I still think there's room for some, some like, noticeable improvement there, mm-hmm. even when I'm doing, like, triples. And so, at that point, I'm like, well, let's let's have the triples looking great before we start deciding, yeah, you know what would fix this? Another piece of gear. Yes, another thing. Um, and that's just a little bit of practicing what you preach right yeah. there. And then same thing, price point. I mean, you know, just go to. They're just not yeah. expensive. No, nah, go to a you know, reputable dealer. Yeah, get a nice twenty twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. I think I had like Ace brand when I was playing football, and they yeah. were real good, lasting yeah. the whole season. And and no like issues. if you just want a sleeve, just walk into CVS. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that's the other thing. I want to do shoes. Um, talk about footwear. Let's talk about the footwear. Footwear. Um. Uh, first of all. First of all, I, I'm, uh, I won't say the name, but I'm publicly shaming one of our listeners. <laughs> if I okay. ever see you walk into a gym with Sperry's again. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> From that heathen. Um, yeah, so, again, baseline footwear. You just have something you're comfortable in getting into the gym. Uh, you know, some there are any kind of athletic shoe, trainer, whatever mm-hmm. it is. There are a lot of great ones. I'm literally currently wearing uh, the Rocks. These are the, I think the Hover 3s. Mm-hmm. No, not Hover, excuse me. One of the training ones. Um, I like them because they give they have a, a nice firm heel. Mm-hmm. It's not crazy elevated, so I don't feel like I'm getting that, that yeah. top thing. Yeah. But they're comfortable enough that I can do my, my low-intensity st- uh, low steady-state cardio in. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're thinking of moving beyond just your basic shoe, there are kind of two things you want to think about. and uh, yes. Or I guess one thing in two variations, uh, an elevated heel or flat heel. Oh, so I had that as one of the things. Oh, okay. What's it? Um, so... So I, I I did have two things to think about. One, um, the bottom of the shoe, mm-hmm. and whether it's a, a hard or a soft bottom. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then two, yeah, the, yeah, the elevation right. of the heel. Um, so let's start off with the heel. Yeah. So uh, it is what it sounds like. Is your heel a little elevated or is it is flat it to not? the ground? Um, um, elevated heel will, if you are having, if you have ankle, some ankle mobility issues, 
uh, having a little bit of an elevated heel will help you achieve better depth in your squats. Mm-hmm. Uh, just add, just I mean, I can't visually get into biomechanics now, but essentially, just yeah. it, it it will help you get that depth uh, yeah. while keeping your foot flat on the ground, as yeah. flat on the ground as you can, because yeah. it's giving that little bit of elevation. Uh, some people achieve this with you know squatting with like little the five pound plates underneath their heels or yeah some there's some gyms have like a, a kind of the a, little, the, a stance yeah. platform you can use um i was like definitely still work on your ankle mobility yeah and then also that one is when we're talking about the long-term experiment it's the same thing as when we're talking about some people end up like setting records but like some people even at that high of a level will deadlift better without a belt some people will squat better without an elevated heel. And so there's no real way of knowing until you get in there for yourself. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say blanket rule of thumb, yeah, most people I would expect, and this might just be a reflection on our ankle mobility as a population, yeah. um, but most people I would expect uh, would squat more with a slightly elevated heel yeah so this is you'll find squat like they'll be called squat shoes mm-hmm. or lifting shoes they look like a, a goat hoof yeah adidas makes some look, pretty well-known ones mm-hmm. um i i use uh use powerlift threes something threes yeah i don't know i love them yeah um but they sort of thing that that helps um i'll wear it i'll wear it when i uh for like upper body day, uh, really, if, if I'm in the gym and I'm not deadlifting, I'm mm-hmm. probably wearing them. Yeah. Um, even with bench, I started finding it. It helped a little bit having my heel a little raised, just to like. Into, it helped me mind muscle wise get yeah. leg drive into my bench, and Jesus Christ, is that a game changer? Yeah. <laughs> um. But, it, yeah. So it can help if you're still at the point of like. I'd say when you're at the point of, okay, like, I really care about, like, my squad and getting it heavy and whatnot, absolutely, when you're just, when we're talking about, like, it's my first time in a gym, you don't need shoes. You don't, yeah, yeah. like, tennis shoes are fine. You do not need specific shoes to be able to step into a squat rack and yeah. not hurt yourself. Agreed. Um, most of my lifting career was done in tennis or running shoes. Yeah, I lifted in, like, basketball shoes for a little bit. Yeah. Now, to the other thing, we have the elevated heel, and then we have uh, kind of a hard bottom versus a softer bottom. Yeah. So, typically, your running shoes will have a softer bottom to yes. help cushion. Then you have things like Chuck Taylors, Vans, mm-hmm. skateboard shoes, let's call them, yeah. across the board, have a flatter bottom. Uh, again, like Monis said, for the for the squat shoes, like you can deadlift perfectly fine in any kind. You, some people deadlift barefoot. You can deadlift fine in yeah. running shoes. Uh, if you can get to the point where you have, you know, some kind of flat flat soled shoes for deadlifting, it it makes a noticeable difference. Yeah, you you don't you and you lose some energy with the uh, squishier shoes. Yeah, this is just physics stuff that is way above my head, but I can <laughs> spit it back out of people. Um, um, but yeah, you're, you're just losing some of that energy into the squishiness of the shoe when you're trying to pull versus it, something that's a flat, yeah. flat sole. So, um, I'll, I'll say what I personally do. Um, if I'm running, I'm wearing running shoes. I shouldn't have to explain that one too much. <laughs> um, I'll deadlift in, um, I personally love Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Um, 
my my goal in life is to find somebody that loves me the way I love <laughs> Chuck Taylors. Good luck. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sam's, Sam's seen the budding collection. <laughs> um, but, and then I'll, I'll wear, like, my lifting shoes for everything else in the gym. Yeah. Um, so, in, in my case, if I'm going to the gym, I just wear my lifting shoes, and then uh, if I'm deadlifting that day, I'll toss those shoes into the bag, put them yeah. on when it's time, and that's it. Um, uh, if you don't have the, like, squishy bottom, there's there's a very sizable population that will squat and deadlift barefoot or in yep. socks, and there's, there's nothing wrong with it. And yeah. honestly, I would argue, like, probably an improvement off lifting in, in like, a soft top shoe. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, a soft bottom shoe. Um, but, yeah, just... There's there's another option the yeah. the no shoe. Yeah. <laughs> um, that said, if I if you're like doing like lateral raises with and you haven't put your shoes back on, <laughs> I mean, I'm, probably won't, I definitely I won't call I, the cops on you. I won't but. say anything, but I I will think it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, now I think that covers. Uh, oh, and price, obviously, shoes, you know, you, you know what shoes cost. Yeah. That's um, fairly standard. There's there's one more thing that I would... Mm, there's two more things that, uh, like, I'm staring at a list. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, let, let me know if I'm wrong with where I, with where I was anticipating you going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm staring at this list, and I'm, like, I'm kind of... I guess actually in my head now, separating out into like three different things. The things where it's like, no, this is fairly commonly needed. The things where it's like, this could be needed depending on your circumstances. And then the things where it's just, this is like, you're wasting your time. I like, I like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think we, for the most part, covered, yeah, this is going to affect most people most of the time. Yeah. The one thing on here where I'm like, it's kind of towing that line is, is a foam roller. Yes. Um, the issue like i'll use it during warm-ups mm-hmm. I, i'll like i probably won't halfway through a workout be like you know what i need to do <laughs> but, roll out <laughs> yeah but but it, you know if, if you're at that point and rolling something out whether with a lacrosse ball or a foam roller yep then it has your lift feeling and looking better next and nothing wrong with it and, yeah. and good on you for recognizing it and most gyms should have a foam roller Available, so this yeah. isn't something you'd even really have to buy for yourself, mm-hmm. unless you just want to have it, you know, right there with you, yeah. ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Um, I keep one in the office. <laughs> what? I, I oh, do you? keep one at work. <laughs> I probably should. Um, um, well, because I, I was thinking about it, I'm like the two times in my life where I want one are while like warming up, and and the gym has it. Yeah. I don't need to bring my own foam roller there. <laughs> um, or two, where it's like, okay, like halfway through like a 12-hour shift, I'm like, okay, my, my back feels tight. Yeah. <laughs> and then, we went over to Jamie's house at one time. I'm like, do you have a foam roller? She's like, of course I do. And I rolled <laughs> on, the, on the living room floor. <laughs> show up at a party. What's the first thing Sam does? Hey, can I roll my back exactly. out? <laughs> my lats are a little tight. Help me out here, Mrs. Trainer Lady. <laughs> All right. So I think we can I think we can kind of rapid fire some of these these next ones because I think you're right they fall into that category of either really specifically needed yeah. by small numbers of people or can probably pass on yeah and uh, uh, leave all uh, right leave so on the shelf. so each of these the goal I, 
let's say 30 seconds to a minute on to the next one. Okay. All right, rapid fire coming yep. at you. Uh, start off with Sam, a dip belt. Dip belt. So this is if you want to do tricep dips or chest dips on a, on a dip uh, platform thing. Or weighted pull-ups. Or weighted pull-ups, and you would like to add weight to your body. A dip belt. So already we have limited this to essentially two, let's call yeah, it two and a half, three exercises. Yeah. Um, most gyms will have something like this. And again, unless you're like trying to break some kind of record or you really, really are at the point where you can just rep out body weight dips or pull-ups, mm -hmm. like it's nothing, then yes, you might want to start adding some weight to it. But again, super specific. Uh, the overwhelming majority of people can get by without having a dip belt. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I talked a couple of weeks ago about how, how this was this was as the lists were going down, um, and it was okay. Like bringing in weighted body exercises has been a nice way for me to still see visual progression. Yep. Because basically, I'm just still lifting the same thing. Just as I get lighter, I'm adding more weight onto there. Yeah. Um, if if you're wondering whether you need a dip belt, you don't need a dip belt. Yep. <laughs> you you will know when it's done. Um, and even in, like, pretty much, excuse me, pretty much all my dip work right now is done with, with a dip belt. Mm -hmm. um, even with pull-ups, depending on what I'm doing, I'll do some weighted pull-ups, but then at, there are other times where I'll go with the other way around and, hey, like, if I want to hit this rep range, I need to be going assisted. Yeah. Which gets very interesting. I'm like, okay, like, today... I'm saying my body's not heavy enough, and tomorrow, <laughs> I'm gonna, or two days from now, I'm going to tell you my body is way too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if if you're wondering whether you need it, just keep doing the work. You yeah. don't need it yet. Yeah. Um, all right, intro workout supplements. Yeah, so I'll take smelling salts. You take because. <laughs> because. Uh, so smelling salts, ammonia things, uh, not needed. Um, no. Now, I've seen people like the literal mountain, Half Thor, Julius Bjornsson, um, and other power lifters kind of in that circle, they'll, you know, they'll do the smelling salt or the ammonia powder right before heavy lift, hides them up, whatever. Cool. And again, I've never personally done it, so I can't talk about the efficacy of it. I'm sure it helps them, even if it's just a mental thing. Yeah. But you do not need to be cracking smelling salts uh, on the, you know, the floor of your local LA fitness mm -mm. to, you know, rep out some bicep curls. So you can uh, probably leave the smelling salts uh, in the paramedics' yes. bag to wake up the, yes. <laughs> the previously narcans. Uh, <laughs> I entirely agree with you. Um, all right, because, or, or BCAA. BCAA, Branch Chain, chain amino, amino Acids. Drinks. You owe me a soda. <laughs> so, um, I would say for the majority of our listenership, for the majority of the, for the majority population that listens to any type of lifting podcast across the board, uh, you do not need BCAAs, not even a little bit. Yep. Please stop wasting your money. Um, the exception to that, if you are on a a low meat or even just straight up vegetarian vegan diet, um, at that point, depending on, and and really that's where just realistically, there may be exceptions. Talk to an RD. Mm -hmm. um, but that's where we're talking about a population where I could see, okay, not enough of your proteins are complete proteins. You could stand to benefit by having these additional amino acids. And that's what some of the literature seems to suggest as well in terms of whether that applies to your... Sam, the train's still here. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> eh, you can't hear it. It's, it's not even picking up. Oh, it's not? No. Awesome. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so sorry about the cutoff. As we were saying, <laughs> uh, that's what a fair amount of the literature seems to suggest as well. Just, yeah. Uh, it, it, there are some people that could benefit by using it. Yeah. And for the most part, anyone that's thinking about using it is just throwing away money. Yeah. Um, and if you're anything like me, you don't like spending money and getting nothing in <laughs> <Yeah>. return. <laughs> uh, Sam, anything you want to add on that note? Nope. I mean, I've done them before. They were tasty. But, uh, yeah. They do, t- they do <laughs> they, taste They make some really good, good tasty ones. But, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, definitely don't, definitely don't need it, especially mm-hmm. not early on if your diet is, you know, even remotely complete. Yeah. All right. Occlusion All right. bands. All right, occlusion bands. Um, so, in terms of applicability of training, um, honestly, very recently, uh, Team 3DMJ put out an entire episode on blood flow restriction training. If this is something you want to listen to in depth from actual experts, yeah, uh, go listen to that. In in terms of whether you, you need to be bringing this to a gym with you. You're wondering whether you need it. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you? Are there are there ways that blood flow restriction training can? And I'm calling that instead of like straight up occlusion because yeah. as time's gone on, so okay, let's not cut off that much blood flow. Yeah. Um, are there times where it can benefit you 100? Uh, percent Will I personally be trying it? Probably this year. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, do I want to learn a lot more about it before I do? Uh, you bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, with with the premise that we've been approaching with this episode of, hey, you're new, do you need this? Absolutely not. Yep. It's, nope. You're, you're a beginner, you're early intermediate, even just a normal intermediate. No. Yeah. It's, it's, when, it's when we start towing additional stuff where, cool, um, that early on in your training career, your body's going to respond well enough without all of these extra things. Yep. It's the same sort of thing. Like, I was talking about how I... Let's talk about, like, how I love straps with, like, drop sets on um, on lat pull-down and mm-hmm. start, like, nearing that, like, the end of that fourth or fifth set. You don't need to be doing drop sets if you're a beginner. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm just going to quickly address this before, try, you know, someone try to stick to the 30 yeah. seconds to a minute rule. Um, that's one of those things where... It's the same thing as when like people want to go into a caloric deficit. They're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do all this cardio and I'm gonna mm. eat this little. I'm gonna do all these things. It's like, no, like, they're like, oh, but I want to make it optimal. It's like, first of all, like, optimal. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, if if you start off going 100 miles an hour, you're you are going to plateau. Yeah. And if you've already busted out every trick in the book, where do you go next? Like, are are you now gonna run? Like, are you now going to make sure your daily steps add up to, like, 20,000 yeah. every single day? <laughs> yeah. ha- have fun and let me know how that yeah. here sticks up. <laughs> Whereas, like, okay, if there's there's no reason to pull out every truck in the book from the start. Yep. If you're a beginner, don't worry about drop sets. Don't worry about occlusion training. Don't worry about any of this stuff. Just, just get in there. Focus on making it a habit. And focus on proper form and technique. You'll start getting incredible gains. Yeah. And the rest will take care of itself. And it's not like it's not like beginner gains stop X amount of years in your lifting career. Like yeah. this year I I from from the start of this year to right now, 
my hip thrusts have gone from, from like 180 to 415. Yeah. Because I'm having beginner gains. Because I never did targeted mm-hmm. weighted exercises for that muscle group. So it doesn't matter how long I've been in the gym. Yeah. Their potential hadn't gone close to being touched. So now that I'm doing it properly, I'm experiencing beginner gains. Yeah. So it's not like you're leaving gains on the table by, like, <laughs> not doing drop sets yeah, yeah, yeah. your first time walking into... Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say a Bally's, but R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. That's where I started. Um, all right. Massage gun. Theragun. You can leave this on the shelf. Um, that being said, I do have one. I got one a little while back. Yeah. I use it a little bit, and I haven't touched it in months. So, oh, really? Yeah. You want to sell it to me? Because <laughs> we're just watching transactions <laughs> yeah, happen. Like, um, definitely do not need to be bringing this to the gym with you. Yeah. Um, as far as massage therapy goes, I know some people love it. Some people say it's nonsense. I think the you'd, you'd probably know a little bit more as far as what the literature says about whether it's, uh, you know, something that's uh, uh, a beneficial versus just foam rolling or just static stretching. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Say, like, could you see additional benefit? Yes. Um, do you need it? Like in terms of this conversation, no. Yeah. Not, not at all. I, I like it um, for like certain. Like I like it a lot of my legs. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd much rather use uh, a gun for some aspects. Um, but like that doesn't mean that I'm not taking a lacrosse ball to yeah to a tight quad. Yeah. Um, and then upper body. I, basically just don't use it all yeah um so i like them do you need one not even a little bit yeah um and I, and again i like him i just try to buy his yeah <laughs> <laughs> do as i say not as i do um uh i mean the last one on this i think squat suit <laughs> yeah. which unless you are specifically ooh, ooh, competing there's, there's another one as well oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah um unless you are specifically competing in an equipped powerlifting yeah. competition or, or division. I, I guess thinking about some strongman. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. If you're, yeah. yeah so, so, if you're, so I guess if you're, unless you're specifically competing in something that permits and realistically expects n- yeah. you to be using this, don't use it. Yeah, don't have it. Definitely don't need it just casually in the gym. No. It's a monster to get into, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> And have then, fun breaking that in for oh absolutely my goodness. no it's reason. It's essentially a tire you have to just stick yourself inside. <laughs> it, it's just it's the th- it's thick rubber. And again, like you can yeah. again get get some good benefits from you know or get no- good yeah. numbers from it. But like I mean, yeah, that's a that's a if you're competing in a very specific specific division. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, actually, I'm looking. There's there's really three I want to touch on, but I okay. think two of them are very quick touches, so yeah. I'm going to fly through them. Let me know if you disagree with anything I said. Go for it. Uh, plate lifts, the little things you can, like, pull a uh, barbell onto. One, you can just use a five-round plate instead. Yep. Two, I have them, um, and I think if you're using it for anything under than three plates, you're just making your own life harder. Yeah. Like, it's at that point, <laughs> it's additional work to try to use it yeah. than it is to just pull the plate off. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, when you're talking about um, like I, I really broke them in the first time when I was going for that four plate hip thrust attempt. And it's like, yeah. okay, when at that point I kind of appreciate not having put so much effort into getting the bar set up yeah. <laughs> to then go for an attempt. Um, 
and that uh, barbell foam pad. Um, if you're not hip thrusting, what are you doing? Just if if you're using it to squat, get bigger traps. Uh, I was gonna say earn. <laughs> honestly, I'll say it. Earn your calluses. Yeah, you, you can get trap calluses. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If it hurts your back, just, just power it, through it. Just you'll adapt. Yeah. Or it's, wear a shirt that covers you know your, uh, your yeah. shoulders like that. Uh, Sam, you've seen me show up to a gym in a tank, realize it's leg day, yeah, and then and then leave, buy a sweatshirt, and yeah. come back. First of all, that is still one of the comfiest hoodies I yeah. have. I regret nothing. Shout out Gold's Gym hoodies. Um, that was such a good. I, yeah, I, a good I looked at it and I was like, I'd like already decided it's fine. Like I'm just gonna. Yeah. I don't like squatting in a tank, but fine, I'll yeah. do it. And then I saw it, and I'm like, I'm probably not gonna like it, but sure, I'll I'll like, glance at it. Yeah. And then, and then the quality was great. I, and I looked at the price. It was cheaper than I expected yeah. based on the quality. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Sold. Done. Um, yeah, no. Don't don't squat. Don't be squatting in with the pad on. Yeah. yeah. Um, hip thrusts. Do it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a different um, thing. Also, hip thrusts is that's where I want to say it's called. Um, oh, God. I'm blanking on the name. Uh, I want to say Eric's, but that's the pest control company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'll it'll come to yeah. you guys. I'll I'll bring it back up next week when <laughs> yeah. I when I remember. Um, but there's there's these like very thick, normally like light blue pads that you yeah. can get. Um, because eventually even like a foam pad just won't properly shield. Yeah, your hip well, bone. Yeah. yeah, and and when you start being able to, dude, let me tell you, when you start being able to feel that barbell dig into your oh, hips, yeah. that is not a fun <laughs> yeah, feeling. It's just straight on bone. Um, and I guess the last one. Z tripod. The tripod. Um, these, these are freaking lovely right now. <laughs> Silly, you, I'm not allergic. You want to start it, or do you want me to start? It's a bumblebee. It'll be oh. fine. Um, tripod. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think recording yourself lifting is the quickest way for you to adjust on the fly mm-hmm. what you're doing. I've definitely had it where I record my first set. Go. Oh, my. Uh, my heels are coming off the ground when I squat. Let's mm-hmm. stretch the calves a little bit. Open those up. And then, you know, the next set, they're better. Or with deadlift, you go, okay, my back's a little rounded here, or I'm not setting my hips where I should be, or I'm not pulling the slack out of the bar. Like, things that you you might finish the set and go, oh, I did that perfectly. Then you look and go, oh, wow, I missed three things on that that are mm-hmm. very easy to fix. So definitely you should be recording yourself Highly um, when you lift. Again, don't worry about what other people are thinking. Most people, Honestly, they no don't care. Cares. And again, as long as you're be, not like taking wide sweeping shots of the whole gym floor, yeah, no uh, one's yeah, like be courteous. <laughs> yeah. Like don't record other people. Yeah, yeah. But if you um, can avoid it, yeah. But like the only time I've ever had anyone say anything to me about bringing a tripod in gym is people asking, "Hey, man, where'd you get it? That's really cool." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or like, like I had one person make fun of me, but it was a friend who i've known for a long yeah. time <laughs> and realistically we'd probably be making fun of each other regardless yeah. of what was going on it doesn't on. matter what you did that was going to happen exactly um i i will say on a on a on a somewhat open personal note um sam we talked about if you told me like six months ago that you told me that, that i would be at a point where like okay like mid-april monis like you did it mm-hmm. you you dropped the weight, kid. You got abs again. Yeah. Yay. Um, obviously, like, nowhere close to stage lean, but, like, baby, one step at a time. Um, but, okay, so cool. You you did what you wanted to do. It's it's April, and you are where you wanted to be for the summer. Yeah. 
and then you told me that at that point, you know, it, it would take a couple weeks of soul searching, but I'd end up at a point of consciously deciding it's fine. I'm going to put weight on. Yeah. And I'm going to like, after doing all of this work, not have abs at the gym. Mm-hmm. I would not have believed you. We would call you a dirty, dirty liar. Dirty, dirty liar. Um, and I think in terms of, of just like how my relationship with, with my own body image has evolved, recording sets in the gym, I think, deserves a, a large piece of that credit. Because at that point, it's not just, hey, like, I'll see myself in the mirror in like the morning weigh-in mm-hmm. and that's it. Okay, now we're seeing how we're lifting. And, yeah. And so when you're putting so much more effort and thought into something at that point, okay, I'm okay giving up this one thing if it that means that I can lift heavier while keeping form the mm-hmm. way I want it. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, I'm at a point where this is worth giving up this other thing. Yeah. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is I think if I didn't start bringing a tripod into the gym, I absolutely would not be there. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be here right now like, okay, like, probably still just holding on maintenance, waiting for another week to go by. So then like try to drop even more weight before, yeah. before freedom week. And I think, you know, with, with me wanting at this point, I've said on air, right. That I want that pro card. Yeah. Um, with me looking at that as like a 10 year goal, I, I do think long-term I'm making the right decision, but mm-hmm. it's fine let's start putting the weight on let's there's no reason to like waste a couple months when we got to where we wanted to be before starting yeah. to put weight back on um and i don't think i would have been able to make that decision with if i hadn't started recording myself yeah. because i wouldn't have started seeing like visually i would have seen progress check-ins yeah. for anything other than just that morning way you have another tool to, to exactly. evaluate yeah it's, uh like when we talked about worth the weight, that episode was like, okay, yeah, like the scale is important, but there are multiple. Mm-hmm. You should be taking as many performance indicators as possible. Yeah. And then looking at the complete picture and being like, okay, what's important? What do I want to do? And I think, I think if the decision was what's important is, no, I want to look a certain way this summer, nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But just set what your goal is and then go for it. Yeah. And if it wasn't for bringing the tripod in, what I set my goal as and what I was doing would have conflicted with mm-hmm. each other. So, um, that, that's a little personal note there. Yeah. And yeah, guys, uh, if, if you ever want to feel pretty, watch yourself <laughs> lift. Oh yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of unsolicited lifting device. My name was Sam. My name was Manus. If you need to reach out to us, hit us up on all social media platforms. Everything is at ULA podcast rate and review us on your podcast platform like share subscribe mm-hmm. on Inst- uh, uh, youtube and instagram too mm-hmm. uh, again we appreciate your support as always and we will see you in the next one have a good one